from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Thai Cats Today with Louie Butko. Yes, it is Thai Cats Today for a Tuesday, July the 19th, 2022. Final day of practice. Yes, second day of practice and final day of practice for the Hamilton Tiger Cats as they are getting set to take on the BC Lions on Thursday night. Tomorrow, a travel day. And then Thursday's game, 10 o'clock kickoff, which means we will be on the air with Tiger Cats pregame. Andy Fantuz, Bubba O'Neill will get you set starting at 9 o'clock. And don't forget, before that, you can catch a brand new episode of Tiger Cats Game Day as Mike Daly and Courtney Steven tee you up for a big Week 7 matchup against the Lions in BC. Louis Butko here with you on the Ticats Audio Network. Thanks for checking us out. Really do appreciate it. Make sure you can subscribe so you never miss an episode of this show, which we do every day. That's why we call it Ticats today. Or any of the other great shows on the Ticats Audio Network, like a brand new episode of the Coach O Show uh, that should be dropping this week. You'll have a new Speaking with the Enemy dropping this week. I had a chance to catch up with Matt Baker, uh, manager of content and communications for the BC Lions. Uh, you'll be able to catch a new Ticats game day, or Tiger Cats this week. Ticats this week, excuse me, uh, with uh, RJ Broadhead and Luke Tasker. That'll be dropping tomorrow. So always lots of great Ticats content for you here exclusively on the Ticats Audio Network. Coming up on today's show... Uh, a little focus on these special teams. Uh, we'll hear from Lawrence Woods the third coming off another big game on both sides of uh, special teams. Uh, we'll hear from the special teams coordinator, a chance to go one-on-one with uh, Craig Butler. Uh, and uh, we'll play that conversation for you coming up in a bit. We'll hear from Dylan Wynn as well. And uh, that's all coming up here on Ticats today. Uh, no Coach O today. He was uh, away from the team for personal reasons and nothing to read into on that. As it was a, a previously scheduled personal day for Coach O. So just letting you know that's why we don't have Coach O sound from today. Uh, but we do have sound from Lawrence Woods III. Here's what he had to say after practice today. I mean... Yeah, it's not going the way we wanted it to go, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying, it's still a long season, got a lot ahead. So I'm I'm really uh, happy, you know what I'm saying, we got the win this past weekend. Just hopefully we can continue on and keep going from there. Uh, honestly, I'll say my speed. And, like, honestly, um, we got a lot of guys that's on special teams who are um, holding up and blocking for me, you know what I'm saying. It don't go without, without saying, like, they help me, you know what I'm saying, a lot. So. Well, yeah, so when I first got here, like, everybody was telling me, like, oh, like, well, at least the DBs. That's like, oh, you got 37. I was like, I mean, all right, the 37, that's cool, but it ain't like a number that I would want. You know what I'm saying? He's like, but it's like, well, everybody they put in 37, they they feel like they can, they see something in them. You know what I'm saying? And so I had I had did my own little research. So I went back and looked at how, like film from a couple years ago, 2019, and like they had a pretty good returner. And like, I mean, I think I fit the system very well, almost like synonymous. I mean, uh, so when I was when I had made it through the last guy and I cut up across the field, I'm thinking I'm I'm like, all right, I'm I'm pretty fast. I did a little ten extra ten extra yard burst. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I I peek right, I see Tyler Tanowski on the side blocking the guy, about to block a guy. I'm like, all right, cool. And I look left and I see a guy. I'm like, oh. And I try to like cut the jets back on and down I went. I mean, like honestly, for me, like I just personally like. Uh, we always say do your job, you know what I'm saying? So like, 
I feel like when I go out there on the field, regardless if it's at I'm on defense at half, at corner, or if I'm playing returner or I'm playing gunner, like just go out there and do my job, make my play. So that's that's my mentality when I do that. Uh, it's a lot of stuff that I've taken away from Bus. I mean, he's young, but honestly, he's very like persistent. He's I ain't gonna say like very like he's very what he wants. That's what he that's what he wants. Like on the field and at practice, like so like I feel like. Stuff that I've taken away is like very detailed, being detailed, and once you transfer from practice, transfer to the field from the game, it's all real good. And that is Lawrence Woods the third as we caught up with him after practice today, and I had to ask what was going through his head on that return, and a, a nice honest answer from him. Don't look back. That's the advice that he has uh, moving forward. And shout out to Dubois. And Ottawa for making a, a good play, but uh, yeah, Lawrence Woods talking about that. And uh, we'll get to more of Lawrence Woods when we uh, are joined later on in the show uh, by special teams coordinator and assistant DB coach uh, Craig Butler. Uh, still ahead, we're going to hear from Dylan Wynn as we caught up with him. But right now, let's hear from uh, a man who made all the highlight reels uh, this past week, Stephen Dunbar Jr., uh, with that amazing one-handed catch that, again, w- was everywhere this weekend. We had a chance to catch up with him pra- after practice, and here's what he had to say about that catch. To be honest, man, it was we had we hadn't uh, we got one rep out of that practice, the the play call. Um, so I just told myself, man, just make the play, make the play. They end up running the coverage that we didn't expect them to run, uh, and um, from there, I just I seen the ball in the air. I just kind of locked in on it. It was funny and. People was going crazy about the catch, and I didn't even realize I got a PI or anything like that. It was it was really a rush, bro. It was crazy. That was, that was the sickest catch I've made in my life. You feel all over it? I didn't at the time. I didn't. I was so focused on the ball, and then uh, when I got back to the sideline, everybody was going crazy. And I seen the replay. I was like, oh man, and I was sick. It was sick. Oh yeah, yeah. Who's reaching out to you? Yeah, everybody just yeah, everybody's going crazy. Everybody been in my phone, my friends back home, my 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 buddies from college and everybody's just going crazy. So yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh that's that's exactly the truth, man. I I try to work on my game pretty much every day. Just so when those moments come, you know, it's kinda second nature and it just happens. It's not a it's not a thought, it's just, you know, my body just kind of reacts. And that was just kind of how it happened, man. It's just my body just reacted. And, um, you know, it's kind of cool to see those kind of things manifest when you work, you know, when you're working at them. So it was, it was dope. Uh, I think we just got a lot of hard workers, man. A lot of guys who are really talented and a lot of guys who are really good at accepting coaching. Uh, we got a good coach in uh, Jason Phillips. Uh, and he pushes us about, you know, focusing on the details, making sure that we're putting our best effort out there at practice so that when we, when, it, when we get to the game, we've already we've already prepared uh, to perform. And I think that's why, you know, regardless who's up and who's in the game or who the ball's getting thrown to, you know, you see guys making plays in a consistent way. So uh, I think, I think Dane is doing well, man. I think he's probably, uh, it's probably a lot of, a lot of things going on in his mind right now. Brand new fathers, you know, his first career, just being the guy that's, you know, coming in and starting from day one. Uh, it's probably a lot of pressure on his mind. It's probably a lot of things that he got going on. But I think he's dealing with it well. I mean, obviously, you know, when you play quarterback, it's always everybody's always looking at you, you know, so that comes with a pressure of his own. So I think he's dealing with it well, and I like the way that he responds to adversity, and I like the way that he comes and it works every day. 
And like I said, you know, football is football. Sometimes things go your way, sometimes things don't. But I think the way he's responded to those things, he's been doing well with that. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I try to just be myself. I mean, I just, you know, that's just how that's just how I carry myself. That's just who I am. And uh, we got some guys who uh, with a lot of different personalities in our room. So a lot of us kind of feed off each other. Uh, so you know, I hope I hope I bring my my element to the room for sure. But we got a lot of guys who, you know, bring their own swagger to the to the to the to the wide receiver corps. That is Stephen Dunbar Jr. as we get up with him after practice. All right, one more piece of post-practice sound. We had a chance to catch up with Dylan Wynn this week, and here's what he had to say as the team picked up their first win of the season and looking for another in BC this week. In a way, but we're already looking on to BC. I mean, this is uh, day one and day two combined for us, so tomorrow's our game day prep, ready to roll, and fast and ready to go. We got a we got a big team ahead of us. BC brings a lot of their own challenges of their offense. An amazing quarterback, big play wide receivers, a strong run game, and an offensive line that's aggressive. So um, we're just excited for this challenge that we get next week. Being able to finish, um, just being able to pull it out at the end, that's something that we got to keep and that's a lesson that hope you know that we're lucky to have learned early. Um, that being said it's it's just stacking the bricks, no step backs, and uh, you know capitalizing on every opportunity we're given. He's a consummate professional. Um, he did exactly what we expected him to do, and I'm sure what he expected of himself. Uh, like we like you said earlier, the waiting room. Um, it's next man up, and we and we play. We have full confidence in everybody on this roster, and there's not a single guy, I believe, in our defensive, you know, in our whole team that's in that waiting room that isn't, doesn't have the ability or the wherewithal to step in and dominate. And so it was great that he got his ability to shine. Yeah, absolutely, we miss him. And uh, it's hard to replace somebody like that, but you know, Wilson's a baller in his own right. So it was wonderful to have him out there with us. A little bit, but like last week, I, I just talked about, uh, you know, you show up early, go home late, and one day you just hit oil. We just happened to hit oil. And, you know, I'm a firm believer that it comes in bunches, but, you know, it's not playing out of the defense and trying to make things happen. It's allowing those, you know, you just have to make the plays that come to you, the plays that are yours. And um, if you start looking at, hey, we're not getting sacks, hey, we're not doing this, it pressures guys into making mistakes and doing too much. And we're just as a D-line trying to do our 112th and put our team in the best position to win. Man, every game in the CFLs, I think it's got to be like 90% of the CFL games are figured out in the last three minutes. And, you know, for the new guys in the league, that's get used to it because that's how it always is. You know, no lead's safe. And uh, it always comes down to the, I mean, that's the brand of football we love. That's the CFL, and that's what makes it so entertaining is it's always down to the wire. To me, the CFL brand of football is the most entertaining brand of football there is. Um, there's... Something to be said about the waggle, the bigger field, the running. I mean, the big playability just – and like we said, it goes down to the last three minutes every time. It's an exciting, exciting sport, and I love to be a part of it and just the historic tradition. and um, you got to love it. you got to love it. There's just so much richness that comes into it. And that is Dylan Wynn talking his love of the uh, CFL. And I always love when 
you know, American players come up here and yes, he's making a living here and he's doing really well and he's a star, but knowing how much he loves this game and it's not just a paycheck. He, he loves the brand of football. Always great to see. And I know his, his family has, has become huge fans of the CFL. And I, I know that because I've gotten to meet John Wynn at one of the uh, great cup parties this past season. And uh, they really do love this game and hearing uh, Dill talk about that, the, the game that way. Always, always nice to hear. Uh, speaking of players who love the game, uh, he loved it as a player. He loves it as a coach. Very pleased now to be joined by special teams coordinator and assistant DB coach Craig Butler. And uh, Coach Butts, your uh, first full season as a coordinator. I know we've talked about this a couple of times this season, but now that we're a third of the way through just about, uh, your thoughts on, on how the job has maybe lived up to your expectations and, and things you haven't expected from the job? Well, I think the special teams, it never goes according to plan. That's just how it works in the CFL. But uh, that's the beautiful part of this game is it's about, you know, we like to say midstream adjusting and you just got to pick up where um, kind of where you left off and, you know, you know, lean on your fundamentals and lean on kind of what you stand for and your foundation. And, um, you know, the guys have been doing an outstanding job about, just being committed to kind of, you know, our culture. And like I said, being committed to the foundation and the principles that we've, uh, we set in training camp. Now you've obviously played for a lot of different coaches. How have you found your own style of, of coaching as, as a coordinator this, this season, because you, you have a distinct style and I've talked to people about it. You're, you know, you, you demand excellence as most coaches would, but how have you defined your style as a coach? I don't know if I have a definition of it. I just be myself. I guess it's authentic. I mean, I don't really, you know, if that was one way, I guess, you know, one descriptive word, I guess I would say that, that it's me. I'm not really uh, putting on a show or, you know, I don't think I am. I just kind of be myself. You know, it was the same way I was when I played football too. I demanded excellence of myself first and foremost, and then of, uh, of my teammates. So um, I kind of just just be me. I mean, you know, like I'm, I'm going to learn football and I don't, there's a lot other coaches with a lot more football knowledge than me. So I try to soak it up and be a sponge, but at the end of the day, I just, you know, be myself and, 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 and hopefully that comes through to the guys. Uh, let's talk about the group that you have on uh, special teams. Obviously it's a, it's a big group on both sides of football, but you have to have been impressed with uh, what you've seen so far. What, uh, what stands out to you about uh, the performance of your group so far? Yeah, they've just been working hard. Like I said, they're committed. Uh, they have fun. You know, they're they're a, they're you know they're a young, fast, physical bunch that loves the game of football, and uh, they're you know they're committed to getting better every day and committed to learning. And uh, when you walk into that room every day with that type of people, you know you're gonna you're starting off on the right foot. So, um, you know, just credit always credit to the players. You know, they're they're the ones that make the plays and. Uh, they've been having fun. That's that's something that you always want to see guys do. We've been, you know, if you're if you're kind of in a lull with winning games, you still want the guys to have energy and to bring it to practice every day. And uh, uh, like I said, just be committed. For as long as I've been covering this team, there seems to be a certain type of player, and uh, you know, I don't think it's fair to group all these guys into one. But a, a leader of 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 men on that group, and whether it was Courtney Steven or or Mike Daly, and now it sounds like it's it's Curtis Newton. How important are are those guys to get to buy into 
what you as a coach are, are, are selling, but also who have that experience to teach, which is, which, what is often a, a younger group of on the football field. Yeah. I mean, you got to have key veteran leaders, um, you know, sometimes not even veteran, just you need to have leadership in the locker room. Um, that's, it's vital to have any sort of successful football team, any successful organization, you need leaders in their own subcultures and Curtis, uh, he does an outstanding job. First and foremost, Curtis knows what he's doing, right? So he's competent in what he does. So people will listen to him because he knows what he's talking about. Second of all, he cares, right? He just cares, right? You can tell by the way he plays, by the way he uh, conducts himself in the meetings, the notes he takes. Um, so he just, you know, he may not be the most vocal guy, but he leads a lot by example. And, um, you know, it's extremely important for young guys who, you know, want to have a long, you know, a long career in the CFL and a successful career. Uh, they need to be able to look up to people like Curtis and like others that we have on the team. So, yeah, it's, it's invaluable to have players like that um, as a coach. You need them to kind of deliver the message. Another player who has been invaluable for you this season, we heard from him earlier in the show, and uh, that's Lawrence Woods. And uh, uh, obviously you, you liked what you saw from him in training camp. He had that return in Guelph, and he really has been a, a spark plug. What have you seen from his game uh, that, that has made him so effective? Yeah, well, Lawrence is an exciting player to watch. You know, every time he gets his ball in the hands, it's kind of like, you know, you know there's an opportunity. You know there's going to be a chance. Uh, for you know, obviously, you know his speed is you know you can't you can't deny his speed, and then his toughness, right? He's a he's a tough, hard nosed player that bounces off tackles, and then he's also a returner that's covering kicks. Uh, it doesn't happen too often in any league of football where your star returner is covering punts and covering kickoffs. So, uh, you know, he's had some great returns, but, you know, I'm I'm sure Lawrence would say too that he's got to credit the other 11 guys that are on the field with him kind of blocking for him and making that happen. But, you know, he's just, when you look at guys who are returners, you kind of say that he's got it and he's one of those guys who's got it. Uh, Just going to put you on the spot for a couple other guys here. Have you, met a long snapper who who plays the game as hard as as Gordon White does <laughs> yeah Gordy's a great guy man you he's he's one of those p- pieces in a locker room that every locker room needs to have um he's just he's just that guy that you can you know you, you can, he'll always be smiling um he plays the game hard um you know he cares about what he does and he works on it every single day so yeah he's He's a great guy to have. Um, obviously, he has a great skill set, too. So, yeah, there's some, you know, that, that's kind of what makes a football team so great is you've got different different people from different backgrounds and different personalities. And Gordo's one of those guys that, you know, you want to have in the locker room. Uh, how many times did Mike Damagala's uh, hit in the, uh, in the fourth quarter of uh, Saturday's game? How many times did that get shown in the film room this week? <laughs> well, it got shown a few times, not necessarily for that reason. You know, you don't think. always want your kicker and your punter making tackles. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Dom, yeah, it's what you, you know, you get called to duty, you got to step up and do your job. That's why when we do tackling circuits, everybody's involved, kickers included. And, and to that point, just on Dom, obviously, you know, was the, the place kicker and then brought in for punting. And obviously he knows that John Ryan's here. What have you seen from him? A second year guy, but, you know, he's called, he's performed when called upon. Uh, but just how that kicking room is, is developed this season. Uh, what have you seen from it as the coordinator? 
Well, you know, Dom's obviously, you know, he, uh, you know, starting off as a kicker, right? Didn't obviously go exactly, I'm sure, how he planned and how, you know, everybody else in the organization wanted to go too. So, um, you know, Dom, the thing that you love about Dom is he's, he doesn't get discouraged by much, right? He, he wants himself to get better and he loves his teammates too. He's encouraging everybody else out there. I'm sure you can hear him. Um, you know, and he's just committed to the process of constantly improving and he, he gets the bigger picture, right? It's not about him. It's not anybody saying Dom can't do this. It's about us trying to find ways to win. And, you know, last week it was Dom as our punter. So credit to him. He stepped out very quickly. Um, and I know moving forward, anything that we ask of him, he'll do. And just real quick before we let you go, your DBs, they had a, a real solid game last week. They're always uh, a, a spot on the football field that, uh, that's highlighted. But uh, Alden Darby really seems to have made himself at home there. Richard Leonard, we didn't think there'd be any uh, trouble for him blending in. But just what have you seen from that secondary group this year? Yeah, I mean, the DBs are coming together. Um, you know, it's, I think it's been, you know, it's been, sometimes it's an adjustment just from year to year, even if there's one new body in there, you know, not having Carrie L in there, it's kind of a, a different voice. So, uh, Darby's, you know, he's held his own. He's starting to make plays. Um, you know, he's a great player. That's kind of what's expected of him. You know, every single one of those guys, I think they're, they're coming together. You know, they're starting to kind of form an identity, you know, it's, uh, it always doesn't, you may, you may come into a season thinking that this is your identity and then every year is different. So you kind of got to start from, start from scratch. And I think, you know, they're building, they're building the bricks of the type of, uh, the type of defensive backfield they want to be. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's an ongoing process, but they're doing great. And I think if you ask them, they would say that, you know, there's a lot more plays that they need to make. So, um, you know, they'll, they'll come, they just come off technique and uh, capitalizing on uh, on when the opposing quarterback makes mistakes. Well, we've seen Carriel out there at practice this week. It looks like he's working his way back. Des Lawrence as well. We've seen him this week. So obviously you and Coach Bradley are going to have some, uh, some tough decisions to make when it comes to your starting lineup uh, as you got a lot of talent there uh, in the secondary. Uh, Coach Butler, thank you for doing this. It's always great to connect with you, and uh, best of luck this week in BC. Awesome. Thanks, Louie. Have a great one. My thanks to Craig Butler for joining me today, and my thanks to you, because as I say, we could not do the show without your support. I wouldn't want to do the show without your support. You are the reason we do it, uh, because of you, the fans, and uh, just for you, we'll be back here tomorrow for another brand new episode of Cats today. Hope you'll join us then. From all of us here at the Cats Audio Network, I'm Louie Butko, hoping you have a great day. Tycast today can be heard every weekday, and we would like to hear from you. Email us at gameday at tiecats.ca. Have a question or an opinion? We want to hear it. That's gameday at tiecats.ca. Subscribe to the Tycats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.